Hey guys, welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food, and occasionally politics. Hey, my name is Pete, and today we don't have regular podcast, but, but there is an item of news that I think people will be interested in. For everybody complaining that there isn't enough decent places to eat in Lake Forest, Glenn Kiefer and his partners, Ryan and Anna, are looking to put Sophia Steakhouse over by the uh, Scott Apartments, I believe, over where the MLK used to be. And they pre- he presented in front of the uh, planning commission and he needs a special use permit. I didn't quite get why he needs it. It's 150 feet from a residence, I believe. But if the old MLK was there, did they have one? I'm not kind of sure. But the background is, uh, Glenn Kiefer is an old, was an old school bartender over at uh, Palm Steakhouse, I think it was in the 80s, and he eventually managed the place, and he had one of his good clients came in, Bill O'Donnell, had a kid, Ryan, went to Kendall College, and Bill asked Glenn, hey, could you take uh, my kid under your wing and, and show him the ropes? Well, he showed him the ropes, and Ryan and Anna eventually started uh Ballyhoo Hospitality in uh, 2018. They have 35 years of experience. One of the investors is Carrie Wood. Yes, the Carrie Wood. Uh, the brands of Ballyhoo are Gemini, Coda Develop, Old Pueblo, obviously Sophia Steak, Andros Taverna, Pomeroy, and Bank Russell Sandwich Shop. Three of the big issues with the steakhouse if the green meanings are going to come out and play. Our number one parking, so the employees can't park on the street. Number two, the noise. I believe they're going to shut down the patio at a decent time. And number three, the smell from the steaks. Huh. Can't, can't be worse than the candy factories in uh, in Chicago. Uh, so if he overcomes those three issues, I think we got a good uh, we got another restaurant in town. Uh, good luck, Glenn. But before we uh, get to it, we'd like to thank our Patreon supporters. Hey, Shark Guy Beach Fishing, the premier South Florida beach fishing experience on Longboat Key, Florida. They're world-renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but to help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook or at sharkguybeachfishing.com and schedule an outing. Shark Guy is your guy for your next charter. Hey, we'd also say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Reverend Luke Back from the Church of the Holy Spirit, Matt A., Elizabeth B., Coastal Lance Otto, RDM, Broadstop Breakfast Group in Kenosha, and Greentown Tavern, Waukegan. Okay, guys, business is out of the way. So here's uh, Glenn's pitch to the planning commission, and uh, hopefully they uh, get what he wants. Uh, the the uh, Just so you know, in Winneka, the uh, patio is dog-friendly, so check it out. Here's uh, his pitch. See you guys next week. Uh, my name is Glenn Kiefer. I'm one of three partners at Sophia's Steak, Lake Forest. thought it might be worthwhile to kind of tell a little story about who we are and what kind of experience we have so maybe it can help put you at ease of what kind of operators we are. So we opened we met Sophia. Our opening day was Friday the 13th, March 20th, the day they closed down the uh, state of Illinois. Um, when I opened our restaurant in Chicago, Kiefer's, it was two weeks after 9-11. And when we opened up our restaurant opposite uh, Millennium Park, it was right in the middle of the recession. So you may want to short the market. <laughs> but 
here is, this is our, our team, Ryan and Anna O'Donnell, who met at our restaurant at Kiefer's back in the uh, mid-2000s. So this is John Ferrer and Brianne, who's right here with us today. Uh, that's our group of, of management. Myself, Doug Saltis, who used to be the PNRPM. He operates our Andros Taverna down in Logan Square. Carrie and Sarah Wood are partners with us at Pomeroy. These are our other partners down in the city. Billy Lawless, who's got a great spot on Michigan Avenue. These are our se uh, six. We have six going on. Well, we got seven now. We just opened up Buck Russell's, a sandwich shop in Wilmette. So that's a look of the restaurant. It's, you know, understated. We do have uh, outdoor seating at Sophia and Wilmette. It's kind of a clubby interior. We expect the application to be very much the same here. We have 20 tables. Our neighbors were very kind to let us put our tables out in front of their businesses during COVID when we were shut down and we weren't able to really operate much inside. So we made it thanks to our neighbors. And, and I think that's part of what we want to talk about here tonight is that we got great steaks, but we also have a nice burger, which we'll do the same here. During COVID, we had the opportunity to put a tent up in our parking lot and we had neighbors that lived right behind us in a condo building. And we had a meeting somewhat like this, although it was virtual. And it was a downtown business district and the, the commission there, the planning commission said, you know, you can go ahead and put a tent up. And our neighbors were so strongly opposed to it, we decided not to put the tent up. It was right behind our building on our parking lot. Sure, some of it was the fact we didn't think tents are all that healthy during COVID, but we also want you to know that first thing we wanna be is a good neighbor. We also have a business to run. So I think the three things that have come up that seem to be recurring are parking, employee parking, and how we're gonna control that. Just like any other work rule that we have at our restaurants, we'll write that into our handbook. And if we find that people are violating that rule, it's a work rule like any other, we'll do coaching councils, and if necessary, we'll terminate employees that don't follow the rules. We know that street parking is not something that our employees should be doing and will more than likely I would say 99% have valet because it seems to remedy a couple of things at the same time it keeps keeps us in control of the parking so we can go down to the parking lot behind the train uh, behind the train tracks on what is that McKinley thank you so I think valet will be really important um, we'll control the way our, th that you know our employees where they're parking we understand that we don't want them parking on public streets uh, the second thing that came up quite a bit was, I think Dick brought this up about odor. We don't have char broilers. We have a, a steak broiler, which is a completely different animal. It doesn't create, it's not hard fuel. And I think that you'll find that the kind of smoke emitted from there or odors of there are much easy, more easily tolerable. We're not without some. It is a restaurant. It's a business and it's going to be a busy restaurant, we hope. And the, the third one seems to be the noise factor. We got this last set of proposed conditions for approval. First one is amplified music. And I gotta tell you, I've been in this business since 1969. I started as a busboy when I was 14 in Amityville, New York. And when you walk into a restaurant, if it sounds like this, it's kind of hard to get people interested. So I understand that there's a, a rule about this, but we would really appreciate the opportunity to put some light music out there, never live music, and off by nine o'clock. But our pro forma is that we use that patio and we're happy to be done by 
10.30, it says here, Sunday through Thursday, no problem. 11.30 <coughs> on Friday and Saturday, no problem. To be honest with you, the earlier the better for me. I'm too old to hang it, doing this anymore. We know that not much good happens after midnight, so. Those seem to be the, the, the things that, were, that came up most often. What else should I be talking about to make you feel comfortable? 